We're gearing up. What do you want to start with? To tackle a mess. I, I, I see there's a lot of stuff in here. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, January 8th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Oppenheimer, The Bear, Succession, and Beef were the big winners at Sunday's Golden Globe Awards. On the film side, Christopher Nolan's epic about the father of the atomic bomb, J. Robert Oppenheimer, won five awards. Best Picture Drama, Best Director for Nolan, Best Actor Drama for Killian Murphy, Best Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr., and Best Score for Ludwig Göransson. Barbie picked up two wins, Best Song for Billie Eilish and Phineas's What Was I Made For?, and in a new category, Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. The Holdovers stars Paul Giamatti and Davine Joy Randolph won their respective categories, while Emma Stone took home her second globe for Poor Things, and Killers of the Flower Moon star Lily Gladstone won in her category. On the TV side, Succession won Best Drama. Actor for Kieran Culkin, actress for Sarah Snook, and supporting actor for Matthew McFadden. On the comedy side, The Bear and It stars Jeremy Allen White and Iowa Debery took home trophies. And for limited series, Beef and It stars Ali Wong and Stephen Yun took home top honors. You can see the full list of winners at EW.com. More awards were handed out over the weekend. The long-delayed Emmys, specifically the creative arts categories. Guest actors Nick Offerman and Storm Reid from The Last of Us, Judith Light from Poker Face, Sam Richardson from Ted Lasso, all took home Emmy Awards, while Weird, the Al Yankovic story, won TV movie. Maya Rudolph took home another trophy for her voice work on Big Mouth. Kiki Palmer became the first woman in some 15 years to win for Game Show Host. RuPaul scored again as host of Drag Race, and Queer Eye won its sixth Emmy for Outstanding Structured Reality Program. You can also see the full list of Creative Arts Emmy winners at EW.com. In non-awards-related news, he may not have won at the Golden Globes, but Timothy Chalamet is still winning at the top of the box office. His family film Wonka was number one again two weekends in a row, earning $14.4 million in golden movie tickets, aka dollars. The new horror film Night Swim debuted in second with $12 million. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom made another $10.6 million, good enough for third. The animated film Migration flew down to fourth place with $10.25 million, and Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell's Anyone But You rounds out the top five with $9.5 million. CBS announced Friday that its flagship procedural is getting a 90-set prequel series, NCIS Origins, which will follow a younger version of Mark Harmon's beloved character, Leroy Jethro Gibbs, as a newly minted special agent making a name for himself at Camp Pendleton. While Harmon will be returning to the NCIS franchise to narrate and executive produce Origins, he won't be starring. Check out our thoughts on who should play a young Gibbs at EW.com. American-born Chinese has been canceled by Disney Plus after just 
one season. The series' first installment ended with a cliffhanger, and while it's unclear if viewers will ever learn its characters' fates, its producers are shopping the show around, hoping to find a home for it elsewhere. Minx, the comedy series about an erotic women's magazine in the 1970s, has been canceled. Again, EW has learned that Stars does not have plans to develop a third season of the show. Minx initially premiered on Max, then called HBO Max, back in 2022, and the streaming platform greenlit the show for a second season, which was only a few days from wrapping production when Warner Brothers Discovery unceremoniously canceled it as a tax write-off. Produced by Lionsgate Television, Minx found new life at Stars, where its second season aired in July 2023, coming to the screen just as the sag after strike was beginning, hampering the cast's ability to promote the show. Sources tell EW that both seasons of the show will remain available on the Stars app and all major platforms. And Nigel Lithgow, the So You Think You Can Dance co-creator and longtime judge, is stepping down from the reality competition series amid multiple allegations of sexual assault against him. Season 18 of So You Think You Can Dance is slated to debut March 4th with former contestant and all-star Allison Holker and Dancing with the Stars alum Maxim Shmarkovsky serving as judges. Lithgow was sued last month by Paula Abdul, who alleged that Lithgow sexually assaulted her during an early season of American Idol and then again when she was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. She also accused Lithgow of assaulting her assistant. Lithgow denied Abdul's allegations, calling them, quote, deeply offensive to me and to everything I stand for. A second lawsuit against Lithgow followed days later, filed by two former female contestants on the short-lived reality show All-American Girl, who alleged that he, quote, openly swatted and groped them and made unwanted advances. That, according to People magazine. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Our number three pick today is buried somewhere back here behind a stack of old newspapers, or maybe it's under these laundry baskets. It's the season 15 premiere of Hoarders, a show that can be just as heartwarming as it is shocking. Since 2009, the Emmy-nominated show has taken viewers into the homes of people struggling with hoarding tendencies. Now, this season begins with Terry, a midwife who has used being on call 24 hours a day to hide her hoarding from others. However, after a fire, reality catches up with her. She has to clean up or face code enforcement and the possibility of losing her home. Here is a preview of the premiere as expert Dr. Tolan discovers that Terry can't do everyday activities in her home because of her hoarding. How are you doing in terms of your ability to, to, to eat meals here? I have here? to eat out. You have to eat out, mm -hmm. okay. Bring food in or okay. had to eat, you know, pick up something. And then, you know, I even have to go somewhere to use a toilet because my toilets aren't working because mm. You know. Where do you go? I go over to Stephanie's. Okay, so you're going over to neighbors' houses mm -hmm. and using their bathrooms because yours aren't working. Sleeping? No, I sleep here, but it's disgusting. When you live in an environment such as this, I think different people have different reactions. Some people just shut it out and pretend it's not even there. In Terry's case, I think what's happening is that she feels a really intense sense of shame. She's very embarrassed about this. She doesn't want people to know about it. So she keeps quiet about it and doesn't reach out for help. But of course, that just makes the problem worse. 
Oh my gosh, it is a mess in there. Well, you can find out how and if Terry manages to get things cleaned up when Hoarders premieres tonight at 8 on A&E. Number two. We're going where no person has gone before with today's number two pick. Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni Project traverses the life and thoughts of the influential artist and poet Nikki Giovanni, bringing unique visual treatments to her poetry in addition to archival interviews, live readings of her work, and a deep dive into her life as art collides with American history in a thought-provoking documentary. Here's the trailer. I brush my teeth. I smile. But there is always this frown. I think I'll run away with the ants and live on Mars. I'm fortunate because I'm a poet and poets are allowed to be hopeful. I used to dream radical dreams of blowing everyone away with my perceptive powers of correct analysis. I don't remember a lot of things. But a lot of things that I don't remember, I don't choose to remember. Childhood remembrances are always a drag if you're black. I remember what's important and I make up the rest. That's what storytelling's all about. I even used to think I'd be the one to stop the riot and negotiate the peace. Would you ever say that some of your poems were inspired by stress or hate? Were you ever bullied by your skin color when you were younger? Have you ever had like a breakdown or you can't take anymore where you just can't do it? This award-winning documentary brings Giovanni's thoughts and work to life in really unique and stylish fashion. You got to check it out. Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni Project launches today on Max. It's trivia time. Drew and Jonathan Scott, best known as the Property Brothers, will surface again in a bit in today's episode. But it's Jonathan's unique talent that is the focus of today's trivia. Jonathan has a talent that his twin brother Drew does not. Is he a ballroom dancer, a magician, or an astronomer who exclusively focuses on twin star systems? Stick around for the answer and our top pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. October. 
October has a reputation for being the time to see horror movies, but January can be just as terrifying at movie theaters. This year, a host of horror films will be released in January, including Founders Day and Night Swim. But that's not a new trend. It was this week in entertainment history that the first Leprechaun movie hit theaters. The film starred Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston in the lead roles. Here's a look back at Leprechaun as Jennifer Aniston tries to return the Leprechaun's gold. Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here, this is what you're looking for, right? Ah, the powers are returning. <laughs> it sounds like me gold. <laughs> it looks like me gold. <laughs> It smells like me gold. <laughs> mm. It tastes like me gold. <laughs> Well, the film's combination of horror and absurdity struck a chord with audiences, turning into an eight-movie franchise. Warwick Davis, best known for roles in Willow and the Harry Potter franchise, as well as the TV series Life's Too Short, surprisingly stuck with the series through its sixth film, 2003's Leprechaun, Back to the Hood. The series took the Leprechaun character to space and had him smoking joints with iced tea. But that first foray into the sinister world of the Leprechaun was released today, January 8th in 1993. Regina Hall heads to Celebrity IOU for today's number one pick. The show brings the Property Brothers together with Hollywood notables to help them give a profound thank you to people who have been important in their lives. The Girls Trip actress is joining forces with host Drew and Jonathan Scott to thank a family that's been important to Hall's life and career, a family she says has been a pillar of support for the last 15 years. Hall and the Property Brothers will surprise the family with a home renovation and shower of gratitude. Here's a peek inside the episode. What do you want to start with? Floors. Floors? I like this floor. Oh, okay, we're done. Right. <laughs> do you like that floor? I do. So I'm a big fan of like a nice warm mid-tone. Yeah. The nice thing is if we are introducing some warmer tones in the metals as well, this will play it. It's got the yeah, same kind of golden kiss. Mm -hmm. For cabinets, if we're opening up that whole kitchen, yeah. we have the opportunity to go darker, or mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to keep it light, but still modernize it in the style of the cabinet. I kind of like how this is shaped, but I like this color because it's soft and it feels like it flows. And if we have the modern shaker with this warmer white, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're starting to tell a story that would look really That's a great good story. with this. And then you pull in your stone for the countertop. So if we went all of a sudden with something like that, mm. well now you can start to see this plays really, really well. Yeah. Demo Diva, nice Demo work. Diva, nice work. <laughs> Love this show. It is very heartwarming. The episode, titled Regina Hall's Monumental Thank You, premieres tonight at 8 on HGTV. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Property brother Jonathan Scott has which unique talent that his twin Drew does not? Is he a ballroom dancer, a magician, or an astronomer who exclusively focuses on twin star systems? 
Well, the Scots moved to Las Vegas at one point, and that makes sense because Jonathan was an illusionist when he was younger. He's reportedly been a member of the International Brotherhood of Magicians for more than two decades and has performed tricks on their Property Brothers show. However, his love of magic has taken a bit of a backseat to their many other projects. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch?